0: Thank you Listen, I'm easy to find. And then they can kiss my ass. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? It's Nathan back with another video presentation. Hope you're all well. Hope you're all staying safe. Happy Taco Tuesday. Hope everyone's off to a great week so far. Had a great weekend. Uh it is June. I cannot believe that. It is June. Um, we're the halfway mark of 2022. I cannot believe that. Um, before we get into it, uh, this is episode where we at 17. Yes, episode 17 of Big Name Sports Talk. Um if you haven't already consider hitting that subscribe button. Give this video a thumbs up. Share the podcast on Spotify. Um, just a couple quick announcements before we get into it. Thank you for the support you've given me in this channel, first and foremost. Uh secondly, tomorrow I will go live for the game three preview uh with the NBA finals Golden State got one. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna preview game three. Um i'm still i have all the episodes of season seven downloaded and i will get season up playing catch up right now uploading season eight so be patient with me ladies and gentlemen i do apologize for that but so far i've got all the episodes of season seven downloaded I just upload them on spotify and we're good to go um as far as the rest of season eight goes i haven't given a date yet i might give about a few more episodes probably towards mid-june uh maybe after the finals We'll probably conclude season seven, and then we'll take a probably just a small week break for a couple days, and then we'll regroup. Um, but that's all still in the work. But uh, as you have seen the title of the video, uh, we have the pleasure of doing a live voting for the WNBA All-Star Game this year that will be in Chicago. <laughs> I also want to thank those that are on Twitter and Facebook uh, as well. Uh, they can see this as well. So I do appreciate that as well. But um, also to recap the Washington Mystics and preview uh, just last few games and we're recapping, previewing them playing the Chicago Sky. But we're also going to get into the weekly, week five. Can I believe we're one fourth of of the WNBA season already? It feels like the season just started. Um this is week five. These are my rankings of the teams. Again, this was tough, but I thought like this was fair. Again, I'm taking into consideration injuries and different things like that. So starting at number 12, the Indiana Fever. Yes, new head coach. Um, but I continue since I said it before. And I'm going to say it again. Uh, that again, when you draft five rookies. And you fire a head coach that pretty much knew they were going to get fired. Uh, they, we all know there's going to be growing pains with Indiana Fever. But however, they are very competitive as Washington uh, play the Mystics. They're very competitive and they got a bright future. Uh, Alana Coates was unfortunately waived today, sadly, which really, really bothered me. with Oh my God. And they, re- they re-signed Emma Cannon. So I don't really understand the the move behind that, but I really do hope Alana Coates gets back on the WMB's roster as soon as possible. So uh Indiana Fever, like I said, I still am holding out that they'll win 10 games. Uh, but like I said, this is a young, young group, but they're very competitive. Kelsey Mitchell, I'm say that for the all-star voting. Number 11 the Phoenix Mercury. Um, this is fair. I mean, the last couple games, they they've blown a fourth. They blew a fourth quarter lead to Connecticut, and he lost by three to Chicago. I think from the defensive side of the ball, they have been atrocious. Um, and I could really, really. I, I again, I'm gonna go back to. I thought the addition of Tina Charles was weird. And not saying that it was her. I'm just saying the dynamic and that offense. I don't. She's. I don't see how she could would fit their system. But she's actually struggled to really find her shot from what I've seen. Uh, And also, too, not having Brittany Griner there and the injuries. They've really, really shown uh, its course so far with Phoenix. But I do expect to get it together at some point. Again, I got to give Coach Nygaard her respect. She knew the job coming in season, she knew that the the job and those coming with it, she knew the team wasn't going to have Brittany and when also too not not having a full healthy squad those things you got to take in consideration but i do see the mercury getting getting it together number 10 the new york liberty um watching them beat us they're kind of trying to pick it up like without not having a Benaja lady who actually had surgery hope she's doing well uh praying for her wish her a speedy recovery uh, they've looked actually pretty good so far. I mean, I know they played min- play the Lynx and the Fever Knicks, I think. Uh, DD Richards is hopefully supposed to return. Um, I think it's either this. It's I think either against Minnesota or Indiana. I can't think off the top of my head. Um, the addition of Hanyu, the center, she could really, really play. I like her game. Uh, Rebecca Allen, they're all, like, there's no doubt about, like, everyone stepping up when needed to. So, I mean, give the New York Liberty credit. Stillington with injuries. And I think Cameron started pick, put it together. Number nine, the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, I'm starting to get it back, starting to kind of pick it up. I still think they're trying to figure out the best lineups out there. Um, Ariel Powers had a good game. Natalie Chaw was out with the, with the hamstring injury. Mariah Jefferson's out, so that puts a damper on things. But I do expect Minnesota's to pick it up some point too. Like I said, when they get everybody back healthy, and also to figuring out that the chemistry because Cheryl Reeves has done a really interesting job, cutting, signing players here and there, and trying to like putting together a broken a broken picture it really interesting to see what the Minnesota Lynx have looked so far. Number seven, number eight, excuse me, the Los Angeles Sparks. Derek Fisher was fired as head coach and GM of the Los Angeles Sparks. I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Why well, act like I know this was coming because I didn't. I'm not surprised. It was bound to happen. Uh, look, Derek Fisher is a great basketball mind. This was bound to happen. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Um, the he made the playoffs five times and only won one. Uh, Derek Fisher really lost me when he benched Candace Parker in the playoffs. But more importantly, he really struggled to redefine the Los Angeles Sparks past Candace Parker. That was telling. I thought this year he had to put the best roster out there to win, and you could really see it just being a jumble. Like, okay, when you put something – like, when you put a souffle, when you make a souffle, right, and, you know – you. To, you know, you I know um, You just put something like a cake, okay, in the oven, and you know it's not, and it it looks done on the outside, but on the inside it's not. That's kind of what Derek Fisher did with the sparks. He baked a cake that on the outside would look golden brown, but on the inside still wasn't cooked. And he, it was, it's best for the sparks. It was best for him. I wish him all the best. I do believe he will get a job as a, as a coach. Again, there's something about, and I'm going to keep saying it, everybody's not a head coach, and everybody's not a GM. Uh, I, I just really question some of the, the decision-making roster-wise um, because there's a lot of good talent with the Los Angeles Sparks that I feel like are just being wasted, and he didn't know what to do with it. Fred Williams has taken over as interim head coach. Uh, you know, you still got Coach and Coach and Simone Augustus there, so – I do think I do expect the Sparks to to uh, there be some shakeups, but I still believe that they'll they'll still make the playoffs. Number seven, the Dallas Wings. Um, besides the Orieke uh, and Google uh, tandem, she went on after losing to the Sparks on a pump fake free throw. Uh, the Sparks starting to slowly pick it up. Um, see another coming, another playing a Seattle team that's hopefully going to get everybody back healthy. You know, Sue Berg came off COVID protocols. I think Ezi also came off COVID protocols. So I'm kind of I I would really like to ask Vicky Johnson why Tara McCowan's not getting the minutes I thought she would get as a starter. Um, I'm really confused by the lineup. They're very more – the play runs through the guards, not the bigs. I don't understand that. Um, it's very, very confusing for me. And watching them play, Alicia, Alicia Gray, Enrique Agumawale, and Marina Ravery, those three are the key for them to get to the playoffs. And I don't think you, – you can rely on them, but you got to – I would like to see – Others get opportunities and utilize your bench and the minutes. Well, more better. That's, that's just me. Number six, the Atlanta dream. Uh, Atlanta dream picked it up really nicely. Um, they're actually starting to make me eat crow. They're actually three games away um, from reaching, reaching the 10 mark. Uh, I have no issue with them. Brian Howard's my rookie of the year. Uh, they've been playing really well, very, a lot of energy. Um, even though that, But I look at their schedule so far. They've been playing teams that haven't been that good. um, But they've also lost some good teams. But they're still fourth. I mean, a win is a win. And I can't take that away from Atlanta. I would like to see them, how they look better. They they need to clean some things up offensively. I would like to see that against the good teams. But they're young. You know, Tanisha... uh, Tanisha Wright, who I would consider as be a Coach of the Year candidate, in my opinion, because nobody thought the Atlanta Dream, the Atlanta Dream, were even going to be a fourth, fourth seed right now, um, even win seven games. So uh, give her, uh, Mr. Uh, pan, a panover from the Atlanta, Las Vegas Aces, give him credit for really, really defining the culture and building the Atlanta Dream to a good, uh, to a potential playoff contender this year. Number five, this Seattle Storm. Hopefully. Now that we're getting everybody back healthy, uh this could really, really hurt. Now, um what's kind of weird is is that COVID protocols for Seattle has hit them at the at the worst time. Sue Burt was on it this past week, and the previous week, Brianna Stewart. I think Jael Lavender was on it. It's been a really, really interesting rollercoaster for the Seattle Storm, but I'll give it, I'll give them their flowers. They've held on really well to maintain a 500 record. Now, hopefully, this week, now that everybody's back healthy, let's see what we look like at their fullest. Mercedes Russell should be coming back this week from her injury. Uh, that's not COVID related injury wise. She should be back this week, hopefully. And shout out to Rashonda Gray. She got her 500th career point uh, as well. So, shout out to Rashonda Gray. And happy belated birthday. Her birthday was on the 1st. Um, number four, the Washington Mystics. So it's been kind of hard to watch these last four games. We saw Coach T today. I saw him on the uh, post-practice media availability. It was great to see him back. Uh, Coach uh, Shelly Peterson, she's back as well. Uh, there's been some some good, there's been the good, the bad, the ugly with the Mystics. Um and i mean there's some things we really need to clean up uh particularly on the defensive side of the ball uh i i like what coach t said today you know we needed really we he what they wanted to do a self-evaluation of each other uh i i do feel like we need to redefine who are who we are you know this was what i was talking about going into the season I had concerns in terms of identity um uh, it starts with our defense. Our defense dictates the game because defense wins championships. But the communication, uh letting offenses play at their pace, not at our own pace, and those type of things. But I will give us I will give the Washington Mystics this credit. They have stayed in the game. They haven't thrown, they did have not seen them throw the white flag not once. And they're just playing really hard. And I gotta give them credit for that. Uh Tiana Hawkins came off the bench. Uh, against Chicago, had 21 points. In previous games, she didn't come off the bench. Um, So it's just you have ladies on this team that whenever their number is called, they're ready. Um, Now, we have a whole – all 12 of our girls are back healthy, and let's hope it could stay that way because it's been really interesting to really see uh, just how the team looks with and without Elena. I'm still not right now convinced – I need to see how they look tomorrow and probably the next game. i like to see them with, with, without Elena. Can I mean, it's proved that they, they've shown that they can win without Elena out there, but the consistency that's what I'm looking for. It's consistency. Whether it's shooting from three, whether it's offensive re, on the offensive glass, defensive rebounds, that's what I need to see more consistency. Number three, the Chicago Sky. Um, they're starting to pick it up, Mister James Wade. I still think he's kind of smoke. He was kind of crazy on his statement. Keep that statement, all that other stuff that they'll be. And they're uh, about upset that Las Vegas is the best team. Um, they're kind of bidding it up. Eric kalia Copper's back. You know, we all know Ben Quigley, Candace Parker, Emma Mieseman. That Chicago team is nothing to sneeze at. The lad. They're now three zero going coming into this week, so I mean, there's nothing you can really take away from what Chicago has done. Um, I mean, they're looking like they're looking like the champion. They look like the champions of last year, so I, I've seen no issue with Chicago. Number two, the team that just can't seem to get to the number one spot, the Connecticut Sun. Ah, uh, Alyssa Thomas is a point god. Let me just get that out there. Um, I, I will give a lot the Connecticut Sun this credit to play four games. Yes, four games on the road. I I, I gotta give them their flowers. Where's my clip? Oh. No. <laughs> now they did go three and one. The first, the one game they did lose against Las Vegas, but they got one back. Um, I am looking at the fact that I'm kind of seeing the bench for Connecticut start to putting it together. Um, but I like the fact that these last those these last four games it really just shows you the connect, how the Connecticut Sun have been, how strong they are. Um, and I got to you got to get Coach Miller credit. I know he wasn't there when we played them. Covid protocols. Um, i still not really liking the fact that I have some questions about their bench, but I know they're home. They're home for two games, and I think they go back on the road. But I give the Connecticut Sun their, their flowers. And number one, the Las Vegas Aces. This is my team. Like I said, that's going to the championship. Um, Now, I watched that game where they played Connecticut, and they had no answers. Uh, I know Raquana Williams was still dealing with a foot injury. Jackie Young suffered an ankle injury. Oh, my God. Okay, so she didn't play the rest of the game, and that kind of changed the momentum. Now I said this going into the draft and it's starting and it, my point is starting to be proven. Now the bench the, me, the depth for Las Vegas is really going to be tested. I really questioned why they went after Maya Hollingshed, Kirsten Bell. You waved that you waved Maya. I'm just kind of confused on what are we doing because I'm not liking the fact that the bench is not getting more minutes. See, my thing is I don't want to come playoff, come playoff time. You're, you, the, the, they're worn to the ground. You want to preserve your your players as best as you can. And now with with Jackie's not there, now the depth's really going to have to be really be tested. Now somebody is coming back that plays for them. I can't think of her name, um, but somebody has to go. I don't know who that who, who that who, who that would be. I can't think of her name, but don't she come back from overseas? So I'm really curious to see how this week they look, how their depth's going to look. Um, but I give I give them, them their flowers. They're looking like a championship team, and they're on a mission. So that is week five. Of the rankings for this for the week five of for the WNBA season so far. Now, let's get into my Washington Mystics. Uh, this has been painful the last <laughs> three games. Well, we beat, we did beat the Indiana Fever. Um, however, it I'll start with the fever. So we beat them 87, 85. We played them, it was on the 31st. Okay. Um We were in Indiana on the road and we really, really in the first half struggled to shoot the ball. Um, I know for example, era Atkins really struggled. She only had seven points. And then the second half, she went off and the game, the defense really was tested. Uh, Kelsey Mitchell. We know the type of scorer that she is. She had, 26 points. I know Melissa had 13. Victoria Vivians had 11 points. Uh, the Mystics, that's kind of what's another that's another glaring statistic is the turnovers. We had 15 turnovers in that game, two more than what Indiana had. Um, and we did take advantage on the opportunities that were given coming turnovers. We did out-re- out-rebound Indiana, which was good. Um, we were down 46-38 going in the half. And then and Elizabeth Williams, uh, who she had six, six blocks. Oh. Um, Natasha Cloud, Rory Machida, we all know they also had a block apiece. Um, I really do think that because the defense dictates to Elena, the, the attention is less on, on everybody else. Now, like I said, Ariel Atkins had 28. Elena had 19, I think. Tosh had six, Had a good 16. And Elizabeth had, a, had, had 10 points and 15 rebounds. That was her first double-double of the season. Now, we didn't have Elena in this game against New York, and this was actually a game uh, Coach uh, Eric, his son, took over for him. Now, the final score, faithfully, was 74-70. Uh, what? What? And you got to be kidding me. Look, this was really more of a defensive game. It was really offensively for both offenses. So they looked really lethargic. Uh, the first three quarters, and I kid you not, they shot under forty percent. So when are we gonna say something about it? I mean, you know what? That <laughs> I I cannot stress the shooting. We have to be consistent. Um, and we turned the ball. Both sides turned the ball over. 10 was more than 10 dime. um we really really no one even really had it no one had a double digit lead there was a lead change it was about 68 65 um uh, natasha she made a j, she had a j and then new york came back it was like 70 68 and then, oh, Natasha Howard hit the go-ahead bucket, make it like seventy-one seventy. 70 That last possession, I thought it was kind of crazy. Um, what got me was I understood the play, but they had enough time where they could have How can i explain so the ball was in up going in maisha's hands i want her taking a shot like that i would have liked it if it was a bet it was a cleaner look at the rim um tosh had an open three but i think she i don't want to say she hesitated uh i think she it, it should have went in but it it did it, it was kind of a really kind of a sloppy sloppy execution right there we just didn't execute uh and again, like I think, that's the key. I mean, it's the turnovers, and we gotta we gotta be better offensively. Um, and that's something. And, and as a champ, and as a team that's a championship team, those that have veterans, I would think would pick up on that. But I don't know if it's chemistry. I don't know if it's communication. You know, I'm not sure what it is. And then it showed against Chicago. Uh, The final score was 91-82. Like, there's certain – we didn't have Elena again. So, like, we're going to have to really kind of understand – and this was kind of the issue that I I fear was going to happen. Like, when you don't have a – and I asked Coach – I asked Coach Eric in the post postgame, uh, how tough has it been to manage? You know, Elena's not playing due to rest. You know, at least she's on COVID. You have an injury there, an injury here. It's kind of been interesting to see. Like, they have to start using some of their players. Like, Shakira Austin, I'm I'm kind of questioning why did she not get touches? Especially... Was she starting? I don't understand that. She only took, ladies and gentlemen, two shots. What? What? And you got to be kidding me. How do you do that? How do you do that? What the hell is going on? From two free throws. Like, I don't understand. And I'm not, maybe he's, I'm just confused on this. But, you've got to get her involved I'm not saying she needs to be taking 45 30 shots but I just I'm questioning why she only took two shots Chicago's defense the dynamic what are we looking at um and it shows when Tosh and Ariel, for example, when they're not when they're struggling, having when they're struggling offensively, and they they have to go, they have to figure out for others how okay, what can I do better? Like they both took eighteen shots combined, and only made four of them. That's not going to win you basketball games. And also too, from three as a three as a three point shooting team, especially against New York we what took we only made we took like about 30 something threes only made 5 that's not going to win basketball games Maisha hines allen and tiana hawkins they were the only two mystics in double figures good lord thank thank, thank the good lord i am on fcc airways i <laughs> thank the good lord i it, it's it's hard to take man it, it it i don't i don't understand it i i just don't get it. I mean, and it showed. And it clearly showed in the second half of the game. We had no answers for them on the defensive side of the ball. Chicago had four had four of their five starters at double figures. Candace Parker had twelve and thirteen. Clea Copper had fifth, fifteen and six. Emma Measam had thirteen point six rebounds, six assists, four rebounds. Like there needs to be some things that have to be changed offensively and defensively. And I think that starts. With, I hate to say it, starts with, with with Coach T and the crew. Like there has to be some difference. It has to be something. Like we can, but I mean, it really honestly, it's all it's everyone collectively. Coach T, coaching staff, and the players. That's what he said today. They did a really self evaluation, and hopefully today was about fixing the little things. It's really the little things that stand out to me that the Mystics, the, Mystics, the Mystics can clearly fix. And they're all fixable issues. It's just, we have to see it. I would like to see the Mystics pick the pace up. We are one of the slowest teams <laughs> right now. Um, and then taking advantage on when we getting getting on steals. Also, too, I'd like to see us getting our shooters involved more. Like, I, I would think... Like, Shatori, she's really right now struggling to get her shot. Tiana Hawkins, she hasn't really been getting the minutes. Like, in Alicia Clark, we know she's been dealing with um, not being in the lineup consistently with COVID and then also her foot injury. Like, I, I do think that we have to be better on, in the transition, and we got to get – I think that's the key. I believe that the, the chemistry will get better as time progresses. I, I still think they're figuring – each other out dynamics. Um and I think also too I've seen where coach T he's tried to make the he's trying to see what lineup works for him best. Um, like right now if I'm being honest I'm gonna give the Mystics a, a, a B minus. Like though I th- I think they're playing like they're they're a playoff team but they're not a championship caliber team. Like I would like to see the turnovers be, I like to put to them work on the turnovers. The pace needs to be better. And it starts with our defense. Defense, ladies and gentlemen, wins championships. Like I, I feel like that's that's where true identity. That's our bread and butter. I think they'll get I think they'll get they'll get it together. And I think they're gonna start with this game tomorrow. Now, I would like to see uh, hopefully knocking on wood, everyone back out there tomorrow ready to play. Um let' say, Tiana Hawkins made sure was missing double figures uh clear copper was had what she was three or five only took five shots. That was interesting uh Chicago they dished the ball up twenty nine times on thirty six shot attempts from the field. That can't happen Uh, we gotta con- contain their transition offense. And again, too, we got to get the, our shooters we gotta get our shooters open, good looks, get them going early, uh, take advantage of the turnovers, and just play well. I believe the Washington Mystics will win tomorrow. I'm looking along the lines of 89-80. Guaranteed. So that game comes on tomorrow. Be tuned in for it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we all know why you're here. It is now time to do our WNBA All-Star 2022 live voting. Now, you can go on the website, WNBA.com. You can be on Twitter and hashtag WNBA All-Star, WNBA Vote, and vote your favorite player. Now, this uh, was very interesting. We're going to share so you can see. Very, very interesting. Now, um the way they've done it, I'll show you. So really quick, I'll just show you how to vote again. How to vote? You have June 3rd. We started up until the 20th. So you can fully submit a vote one fully ballot each day on Twitter on the app w and WB app if you have it at wb.com So this is how the voting will be so 25% of the media's vote will count and 50% of our votes as well. Well, player Emmy will have 25% and the fans, the players get 25% and the media will get 25%. So it's 50 50. So here's our, here's the works on the WNBA website, WNBA.com on the app right here, all-star voting. And then on Twitter, hashtag WNBA all-star. And here's an example I want to see Candace Parker this year in the WNBA All-Star game. You're allowed up to me up 10 players per day. Now, also, too, you can use their player's name or handle. You can vote any of your players on the rosters, respectively. Now, I'm going to show you. So this is kind of weird this year. Uh, I don't know why they've done this, but it's okay. So four guards and six back. Well, actually, I can see why they did it. Three front court, two guards. So east and the west. All right. We're going to start the front court. Without a shadow of a doubt, we got to put Miss Sylvia Fowles in there. Got to send her off. It's the last year, 17 and 10. Okay. Behind her, Asia Wilson, MVP candidate. All right. Number two, number three, excuse me. Alyssa Thomas. I think Alyssa Thomas is definitely coming off the Achilles injury. She's definitely, definitely, definitely on a mission to shut out the haters and the doubters. Brianna Stewart gets my vote. Uh, I need one more front court um well we can't have Lane in there because she's out uh i must say linda deladon just just for because of mystics um the erica handy should be in there and that is the guards uh if you held my feet to the fire candace parker should get consideration i might be brianna jones should be there but She's not really getting in the rotation. I would like, I would think she should be getting in, but I guess you in there. 12 points, five rebounds. Um Clear Copper should be an all-star. Now let's work on the guards. All right. Without a shadow of a doubt, Kelsey Mitchell. 19 points, three four averaging four assists and under two rebounds. Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young. And I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her the edge over the rookie, Ariel Atkins. Ryan Howard will get she get a vote as well. Uh these are my five guards, Ryan Howard, Ariel Atkins, Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young. Uh if y'all my feature the fire. Uh, Alicia Gray as well. I would consider her an all-star. Um I'll give Erica Wheeler some can some some consideration. Brittany Sykes, and you can do up to them multiple times. But I'm going to say this is who I think will make, who I think should be All-Stars if you're watching the games right now. Um, Ryan Howard, like I said, should be considered an All-Star. Um, but we'll actually do another video of another video that at some point once, the, uh, once we find out the All-Stars. But these are who my All-Stars are. If you help my feet in the fire, like I said, Ryan should be in there. Uh, I would also consider uh, Rike, Jewel. This is tough. I mean, look, there's always going to be somebody that's going to be left out. But I'm looking at, I'm also, I'm rewarding those who are having a good season, uh, and also too, like, I don't think you can get mad at any of these five, these these ten, these ten, 10 ladies right here. So, um, how it works. You say your first name, email, all that. And that's how it works. So you can do that up until the 20th of this month. Hey, Lucinda, how are you? Uh, Good to see you. So definitely, definitely, definitely vote now uh, for your 2022 WNBA All-Stars. But that is going to conclude the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, be tuned in for future episodes like I said, tomorrow I'll go live with the game three final pre, the game three preview of the NBA of the NBA Finals. Um, also, really quick, I want to give a shout out to the University of Maryland Terrapins. We were one game last night of we lost last night to UConn on a bogus call. Uh, want to give them, them their their flowers? One hell of a season, fellas. Uh, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Um, we got they've built really, something really good in Maryland. I'm loving it. Uh also too gotta give uh Coach Willard and the basketball program some love. He's really, really bringing in some recruits in there. I'm loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Um Grace Rodriguez, once of my thoughts and prayers. Uh he had a grade two tear in his in his in his throwing arm. So he's going to be sadly shut down for the season. With oh children. my God. We were so close to having him called up, but Gunnar Henderson, Jordan Waterbird were caught up to Bowie. No, Norfolk. They were called up. Hopefully the L. Hall will be called up at some point too, but hopefully, hopefully everything goes right for the Orioles. Um, Closing message: um, Just continue. Just check on your love, your friends, your loved ones. Make sure they're okay. Um, also, make sure you take time for yourself um, and do something fun. You um, know, you know. Just be careful out here. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, another what? Another crazy weekend. Uh, I send my thoughts to those, thoughts and prayers to those that are affected in Chattanooga and Philly. Uh, Got to start. Politicians got to do their jobs, man. Got to start these people accountable. Makes no sense. This should not be the norm. This is not normal. Um, but just check on loved ones. Make sure you're okay. And, you know, hey, there will be better days. I, I, I proclaim that. But until then, thank you for those that are on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for joining me. Please like, comment, subscribe. Also share the podcast. Until then, I'm out y'all enjoy the rest of y'all evening there listen i'm easy to find these videos are tremendous like comment and subscribe and hammer that notification bell and listen they can kiss my ass if they don't like it